When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to this segment on WMMRDB. It's Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. We're over on YouTube right now, and that means if you want to become a member of our YouTube channel, just go ahead and hit that join button right there. If you'd like to donate via PayPal, you can. Again, the information's there. Second half of the show, about 8.30, we go over on the radio exclusively because we are not censored over there. So it's a lot more fun. China Dow will be joining me. You can listen over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com or you can actually see us over on our Discord server. That information as well is in the description box. A lot of different stuff is moving right now. If you go into the description box of the videos from now on, you'll get the articles, the whole nine yards that I'm covering. Because people want to follow up and uh, read for themselves and uh, actually get in the know, if you know what I mean. Don't forget to also go over and get your official merchandise. We're getting some w uh, WMMR db merchandise up really soon man radio stations taking off real good you'll also notice uh because i've been getting a lot of people asking me so i'm covering this housekeeping stuff real quick uh a lot of our videos and a lot of our audio is translated into many different freaking languages now uh since we started the radio station uh people from all over the world are on it and they're asking us to translate uh you know the first half of the show for them so we're doing it because they're cool how you doing netherlands how you doing uk how you doing again russia man you guys are real cool over there <laughs> really freaking cool uh, you know it's crazy how much reach you actually get on the radio station and now we are now on iHeartRadio. they finally took us back i guess our numbers on spotify and uh, itunes were spooking them saying well you know we don't have them on there we got to get them on there well we're on there now so you to get us on uh iheart uh podcasts and platforms you can get the replays of all the shows that we do including rocking with hollywood at 7 p.m central standard time over on the radio that's going up on the uh things we're really kicking butt on the radio side man uh again don't forget to subscribe here on youtube uh pass us around uh, we have been getting questions, uh, about Facebook. We used to live them over there. Yeah, we're not living them over there no more, man. We got tired of them being, uh, you know, giving us strikes and stuff. So it is what it is. Uh, you just see the replays and all that on YouTube. Uh, today, do take some notes here. I've been getting a hell of a lot. Of freaking emails, man. I was like, what the hell did I say now? 
you know, because usually when I piss people off, I piss off these clubs, uh, this one or that one, I'm always getting emailed, they hate mail, or you're a jerk, you're this, you're that. I was like, man, i just been covering cases lately. I haven't even uh, hit Biker News lately. And I look at it, and I'm getting... You know, I, the first 10 I looked at, I was like, they're all screaming about BD. I was like, what the hell BD do you do now? Well, I guess it had to do. See, we get this stuff. This is the stuff behind the scenes that you guys don't see. And a lot of people want to start this creator stuff. They want to get in their own podcast. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, anyway, I guess he did a show uh, highlighting. And I'm going to pull up the article. We're going to take a look at it about a prison guard with the uh you know he's going to jail he's getting charged with i don't know why but i guess the laws out in the east coast are a lot different and a lot of people were saying you know uh why is the thug riders have uh corrections in there why is there's cops all over the place and i'm sitting there thinking didn't i cover this subject once before I was like, a lot of people have short-term memories, or you know what, there is a lot of people that are new joining to the channel over on YouTube and the other things, and I guess they, because me and B has a good working relationship, so they're going to want my opinion on stuff, uh, I don't know how he covered it, I didn't get to see the video, uh, but I'm very straightforward on this type of stuff uh, when it comes to, like I said before, Correction officers in a club, and you're probably going to kick me in the balls for this one, but why not? Whoa, I thought you didn't, you know, support Leo. Why are you saying that? You know what? That's ignorance shown on your part. Big time, if you ask me. A correctional officer, <laughs> if you have one in your crew is more valuable than anybody else and you don't even know it uh and this is for people that's not in clubs what is a correctional officer a correctional officer is a freaking guy behind the walls that uh is basically a guard is what they are uh security guard type of deal if you ask me glorified freaking security guard let's put it that way the reason why they are valuable is if you have brothers behind bars and they're in that institution, you now have many, many ways to make your uh, brothers feel comfortable and maybe make some extra cash. All bets are off when you go in the joint, man. you got to survive. Uh, a lot of guys uh, support their families on the inside by doing some stuff. And that's what I think uh, that irritates me a lot is people, they just have a one-sided 2D view instead of a 3D view of what happens on the streets. Now, I know motorcycle clubs ain't gangs, blah, blah, blah. But there are incidences when you might lose somebody to the joint. Well, that ain't cool. Well, here, let me tell you something. You have, and I'm going to talk about Illinois. In Illinois, most of the damn guards behind the joint are members of the GDs, vice lords. Hell, Mississippi, <laughs> I know this one good. Mississippi, 
A lot of them guards over there are Simon City Royals. So a lot of guards have attachments to different organizations. They're even members of those organizations. Yeah, they might work in corrections, but that doesn't mean they don't do something on the side. So when you guys are throwing emails out that the Thug Riders are a cop club, that's bullshit. It really is, man. First of all, you don't understand the why. The second of all, you don't understand the environment in which they're in. Okay, mixed race clubs and black clubs are a lot different than the white clubs. You got to remember, there ain't that many opportunities for a lot of these people in these neighborhoods. So the first place you're going to do is you're going to take on, hey, a corrections job comes up, it pays decent, you're going to take the job. That doesn't mean you're going to rat on your whole neighborhood, man. Like I said, GD's Vice Lords here in Chicago, they're a part of it, and they're also working as a correction officer. Down in Mississippi, Royals, man, are full down there, man. They're thick. And all the guards down there have it. And those are the opportunities that present itself. So do I believe that? No, I don't believe they're a cop club. You know, it's funny. Every time uh, somebody don't like a particular club, automatically it's cop club. But they have no, not, nothing to do with clubs. It, it, just coming out of them people's mouth. And they regurgitate all this crap on the internet until it gets out to... Uh, Everybody thinks this is a club, uh, a cop club because one thing started, next thing you know, it went viral on the internet. It's not true. It ain't. It ain't. I believe it's a smart move. Now, you'll also have people that bang on the white set because some of them have former cops in them. Why is that bad? I don't know. Why do you think it's bad? I know how I think about it when it comes... See, I'm more on the side of making money. And that's one thing that I have a hard time when people don't understand about it. I talk about this hardcore in my book coming up uh, in April. Uh, about how everything works and stuff. So you're going to want to see that. It's going to be Brotherhood and Betrayal. But these ex-cops that you see in some major 1%er clubs and people know them, they're no longer on the force. A, the club might have seen something in them they liked. But here's the deal, how the clubs are smart in this one. That dude still has the connections. He knows. He knows who could be on the take. He knows who's going to look the other way. It's smart business. Well, I thought they weren't a gang. Well, they're not. But hey, it's nice knowing people. You know, I'm not going to keep on going too in-depth into that uh, type of deal. Because yeah, even with the, the ones, the cases I've been covering, well, you should have said this and that. You know what? I only got a half hour on the first segment before I go to the second segment on the radio. And we got to go to a different topic. So I cover a bunch of the biker news stuff and a bunch of the biker stuff 
here in the first segment on YouTube instead of uh, on the radio because we get all wacky over on the radio. It's actually a fun deal. This is more of a serious deal. So for those that are saying the club's a cop club, that's it's complete utter BS. Because you're ignorant of the situation. You're ignorant of all the moving parts. I don't know what Big D said. I haven't watched it. I'm recording this uh, segment right now. But just by looking at the emails, I think you're really freaking uh, insane to say something like that. Do I have any dealings with that club? No, I don't. They're mostly an East, club, uh, East Coast club. They're a mixed race club. They do things their own way. Uh, you know, just because I don't believe, you know, and that's one thing everybody gets going back and forth about uh, me and Demon's Row. Uh, I think he's got a good thing going. You know, I'll put that out there. I do not agree at all whatsoever with his take on the scene but he's a younger kid i'm an older guy we're just never gonna see eye to eye on how things go uh he don't know how it was before and all the brutal stuff that went on and the brothers lost the joints and all that stuff uh but he's got a good platform you cannot sit there and tell me that he's a cop a part of a cop club you can't do that just because this guy here was a correctional officer. Actually, I would say the thug writers are smart as hell for doing some shit like that. Because eventually guys go to the joint. That's always going to happen when they get out there and are stupid. They're going to go to the joint. And then again, you got somebody to take care of business. So I think you're ignorant. I think you're Idiots, I think you're trying to get stuff started between BD and this group. You know, that ain't cool, man. You know, yes, this is entertainment and stuff. But you don't put that kind of stuff on people. You you know, everybody watches him too. I think he does a good show. I think he really wants to make a difference. And hey, maybe in the future to work, when all the older guys get out, with all the thinking and all the stuff that people lost, get out, maybe to change. But right now, I don't think so. And for though, you know, I think he's a good representative of the club. I really do. He, he does the thug writers good. I don't know about their internal politics or how that shit works with him being on there. But I think he does good, and that's, you know, just as an outside observer. So don't you guys even start going and saying this club's this or that club's that because they have this. Or, you know, the major one percenter on the East Coast that had a couple cops in there. You know, think a little more forward than you are what you get on the post. Here's what I'd say. Would your asses walk up to Al Capone? He was the hardest court gangster that ever lived. He was scared to commission out of New York City because he was so brutal. But he had cops a part of his organization. He also had tons of them on freaking payroll. The, you know, the year that he did inside of the joint, 
I'm not talking about his later ones on the IRS conviction. Or I'm talking about the early ones after St. Valentine's Day Massacre. He lived like a king inside the joint. That's because he had people on his payroll. He had the cops. He had the guards. Everybody. That is smart. That ain't stupid. So you guys might want to think about that before you start going around calling this club a cop club. Or this guy uh, supports cops because he's in the club. I never once, never once heard this guy support cops. I might be wrong, but I never once heard him say that. Not once. You guys turn pretty quick on <laughs> you guys turn pretty quick on people, man. Just because you don't like nothing something and you don't conform to the ideal of what they're doing, one, it's none of your damn business. It really isn't. And two, what the hell's it matter to you anyway? I don't know, man. That's just uh my thinking on uh, the issue, so let me know what you guys think in the uh, comment section. But you guys are real assholes for doing that kind of stuff, man. My God. Anyway, here's the article, and again, this is going to be in the description box of the video. Uh, prison guard indicted as motorcycle gang outlaw. Hmm. Interesting. We covered this before. Uh, when it happened last year, I believe. A suspended senior correctional police officer at a northern state prison was indicted on charges including official misconduct for falsifying a prison's record to conceal his membership in an outlaw motorcycle gang. The Office of Public Integrity and Accountability obtained a state grand jury indictment charging Ruben Morales, a.k.a. Mo Mocap Capo, 42 of Orange, uh, New Jersey, with the following... Official misconduct, second degree, tampering with public records or information, third degree, hindering apprehension or prosecution, thir uh, third degree, and falsifying or tampering with records, fourth degree. Why the hell was he even charged? That's what I don't get. Who cares if he's a member of a club? But in New Jersey, their pricks are so damn hard for the pagans or the thunder guard. All them, their pricks are hard. So they're going to do whatever they can to hurt somebody. And I think that's what this case is here right now. This guy probably had nothing on his freaking record while he was in the joint. Probably had a crystal clean one. But as soon as he was found out to be one of these clubs, then they went after him. Uh, Morales was charged, com uh, complained on, all yeah, it was August 13th of 2020 with uh, tampering with public records or information and falsifying uh, with records. He was suspended uh, from his job as a senior correctional officer. So he's a senior correctional officer. He's losing his job because of this. And we talk about this a lot, about how people are losing their jobs because they're a part of motorcycle clubs. That's some nasty business, if you ask me. Nasty business. Uh... Quote, absolutely no law enforcement officer should be a member of a subversive uh, group or gang. And with correctional police officers, there is a special concern related to the destabilization and dangerous impact that gang activity and gang rivalries have in prison. 
by allegedly floating disclosure uh, requirements, falsifying official records, and being an active member of a motorcycle gang, he violated his oath and duties as a correctional officer. You know what? That's bull. It really is bull. You know, that's what this DOJ crap, man. It gives these carte blanche to all these enforcement agencies to be pricks. Uh, he was allegedly, uh, has been a member of two nationally recognized outlaw motorcycle gangs, the Thug Riders and the Thunder Guards. As a so you're gonna call the you know what for those going around calling uh the Thug Riders a cop club, are you gonna call the Thunder Guards that too? You're idiots if you think that. I you know it. The, the multiple emails that said that to me, you're a bunch of pricks. You really don't know what you're talking about. No, they're not. Uh, and you'll actually learn in the next story about just how, you know what, this was held against him, but there's another one coming up that's going to freak you out a little bit. Uh, as a state employee, he must renew his state-issue identification card every three years. The card identifies him as a law enforcement officer, Grants him access to state buildings and marks him as an emergency responder. I really hope somebody like NCOC or NCOM, you know, comes and does something about this. Get the word out on this one. This one sucks. Guy was just doing his work riding a motorcycle. Hopefully NCOM or somebody gets involved in this one. Uh, it's further alleged uh, secondary, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's the article I think Black Dragon covered. I, again, I don't know what he had to say about it, but this is uh, Amanda Rampus, and this will be in the description box. But I don't see what the guy did wrong being a member of it, and all those clubs ain't a cop club, so enough. You know, you guys start these damn rumors, it's bad enough. Now, this one is what I was talking about. Sons of Silence member pleads to a weapons charge. And this is cops for you. This is cops for you. And you'll see down there a little bit, but this is a totally BS freaking case, man. And he probably had no other choice than to plead because they'd throw the freaking uh, book at him and cost him all kinds of money. So it's like, damn, man, here's the, it's a shotgun for Christ's sakes. That's all it is. It's not even sawed off. Sons of Silent member has pleaded to federal gun charges stemming from a 2020 raid. Justice Anthony Carlson, 38, of Sheffield, pleaded to one count of felon in a possession of a firearm Friday in U.S. District Court in Sioux City. He remains free pending sentence, which is a good, uh, good deal. Now, authorities allege that he's an enforcer for the Motorcycle Club. The authorities do was in possession of a J.O. Israeli Arms 9mm pistol and a J.C. Higgins 12-gauge uh, shotgun despite a prior felony drug conviction. I've talked about that before. I cannot believe... I think Texas does, though, where felons can get their rights back after a felony charge, but I don't think that's the way the uh, original founders intended the Second Amendment. But anyway... The weapons were found when police searched the homes 
of club members on June 11th after an off-duty officer was threatened by a group wearing Sons of Silence and Sworn Silence vests while riding his motorcycle with his wife. Now, this is very interesting here. How do they know it was even his? Ah, they use that felony crap where you can't be around them. But they don't know if these were his. The officer! Here you go, you freaking punks. Oh, I can't stand these Leos that do this stuff. Now, he called the cops. He called 911. The officer was wearing a vest with the Gunfighters logo with an Iowa rocker. Denoting membership in the Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club's Iowa chapter. But this guy over in New Jersey, who's a correctional officer, is going to be going to the joint because of his membership. But here... In Iowa, you had this cop that was a member of the gunslingers or gunfighters, whatever you want to call them idiots, wearing a bottom rocker which denotes territory. They're all right with this? Hey, police department, wherever it is idiots from, you're all right with this? Courts allege a member of the group demanded the off-duty officer hand over his vest and threatened to knock his block off. When the officer responded that he didn't need to permission to wear a vest, he phoned 911 like a little prick. Yes, he called 911 like a little scared-ass prick. Yep, cops always want to freaking be like everybody, but they can't back the patch. How does that make you feel, by the way, gunfighters? One of your own had to dial 911 instead of back in that patch. Kind of makes you look like a bunch of pussies. Just saying. Uh, the harassment continued until the officer phoned 911 and the group left. See, uh, you know, I don't think uh, somebody like that would harass you. I think you made a lot of shit up. I, I really do. Carlson and four others were arrested on criminal gang participation charges. But prosecutors with the Wright County office uh, dropped the charges last week for lack of evidence. Yeah, they're probably freaking scared to death to get this cop in front of a jury. Because he was wearing a club deal. Oh god, we gotta cover that up. Assholes. That's the way them cops work, man. Anyway, this was pretty freaky, this one. Up north, uh, Ontario police announced massive motorcycle gang bust, including seized drugs, fully automatic weapons, and hand grenades. Somebody getting crazy up there, boy. Woo! Look at them pretty things. Uh, the provisional biker squad says it has dismantled four criminal networks in southern Ontario. That were selling illegal firearms, including fully automatic machine guns, dozens of hand grenades, grenade launchers, and cocaine and uh, marijuana. Two bikers connected to the Outlaws Motorcycle Club in London, Ontario, were among the 10 suspects hit with 268 charges from the eight-month investigation. That doesn't mean the club was involved in this. Could you please put that in the paper? 
Two uh, police say they've seized 31 firearms, 81 hand grenades, two grenade launchers. Man, that reminds me of the old rock machine Hell's Angel War, man. They get nuts up there, man. They get grenade launchers. They started firing that shit up there. They're crazy up there, man. They're crazy. <laughs> that reminds me of just that war, man, with all that hardware. Holy cow, man. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> crazy people nowadays. So, what do you guys think? Uh, let me know in the comments section. Uh, I just think that was a bunch of horseshit with all them email stuff. And, you know, you got to call that kind of stuff out. You really do, man. Because, you know, once it gets started, it gets started and it's all over the damn place. And that ain't right, man. It really ain't. They know better, but uh, just because they think they know uh, how things are supposed to be, uh, they go running off the mouth. That's the way the shit works. Personally, I think it's the best freaking idea in the world grabbing a you know, a correctional officer, because you make your money, do your thing, you live comfortably behind the joint, it is what it is, and that's just the streets, man, but you get a lot of these freaking rubs that uh, have no freaking ideal, or you have people that uh, just have a motorcycle, and they have no idea how everything works, and they automatically go off of what this poster says, or that poster, meaning, you know, those who comment on these things, and next thing you know, it's all over the damn place. And it gets kind of tiring sometimes. I'm in one of the moods today. Uh, but I'll be better on the second segment again. I'm about to go over to uh, uh, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, WMMRDB. And we're going to have a good time with China Dow. Uh, talk to about, we're going to, we go up to about 9.30. So uh, Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem is from 8 to 9.30. It's just on two different platforms. Uh, don't forget you to go over to the Discord channel and all that good stuff. See us over there. Uh, become a member of the Throttle Club. You get a lot of different uh, perks and stuff. And don't forget to uh, donate over to PayPal. We appreciate it. With that, I'll see you over on the radio, guys. For something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Hey! 35! This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMR DB Rockford. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the second half of the show over on WMMRDB Rockford. I have the China Dow with me, my co-host now on the morning shows. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you about that interview, man. I think the dude is out of his fucking mind. He's out of his mind talking about Rooster. You know, I uh, am able to... Uh, have a good relationship with Rooster Katana. This is a guy who did time for his club because he was ratted on. He did time uh, for the Long Island uh, deal. 
And same with Conan, man. I don't believe a fucking word of that, but uh, that's just my freaking viewpoint on the deal. Uh, the, man, some people, when they get put out bad, they want to destroy it. So hopefully I got uh, a good portion out of him. He wouldn't shut the fuck up. But, uh, you know, I hate when people, when you interview them, they just want to talk, talk, talk and not... Uh, shut up and uh, answer questions but that just goes to tell you how uh people are man they want to be able to get that bs out there so it's up to you guys to uh make the call on that one it's not up to me i presented it you guys let me know what you guys think and stuff uh what do you think china Dow? people are just stupid nowadays i think I think there's more stupid people than there are smart people. Oh, yeah. I think he's just butthurt and stuff. Uh, you know, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, so, we got a bunch of uh, stuff to talk about today. Let's get some housekeeping done. Uh, as far as the Discord server, <laughs> China Doll is now in charge of that. I don't have nothing to do with Discord except go on there for the membership uh, deals and to make sure the radio uh, bots are working. And the reason for this is I am really concentrating on getting the radio station up getting good content up to you guys, replying to you guys' concern. So, China Dow is the headmistress in the Discord <laughs> server. Again, she has all the reins, man. Uh, what this, uh, you know, because I don't, I don't uh, micromanage, so you're going to do what you're going to do over there. Yeah. What's some of the new stuff that you decided you wanted to do? Well, first off, the ladies which I see a little couple men are a little concerned about. The ladies have a ladies-only chat mm -hmm. and a ladies-only video chat. And I went through the list that we have in the server right now, and those that are in pink, that means you are welcome in the ladies-only video and chat. Now, why did you come up with a ladies-only deal? Because this way, the women can have time, you know, like Thursday, they'll be able to do a ladies-only video with me af right. after the night show. And hoping this brings more women into the server, because some women might not be comfortable chatting with other men. This way, the women can talk to each other about personal stuff that the men don't need to know about. Right. I just think it would help out the women. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a voice channel and a text channel. Yes, we have both. Mm -hmm. And if I did not highlight somebody in pink, it's because I have never seen you, have never spoken to you, so I don't know if you're male or female. So, how are you going to decide now? To decide if they're male or female? Well, if you're... Because they got to private message you. They have to private message me if I did not highlight you in pink. You need to private message me... On Discord with like a two second video saying hi and who you are. That is the easiest way to uh, let me know and see you visually that you are a female. If I don't get the video, uh, the you know, the two second video and I don't get to visually see who you are, then you will not be allowed in the ladies only. 
if you are a throttle member and you are not highlighted in yellow it is because I need your YouTube name to make sure you are a throttle member so there again you would have to private message me if I do not have you highlighted in yellow so I can verify that you are a, a throttle member and highlight you in yellow so you can be allowed in the members only chat and the members only video chat man you're really going off <laughs> well i think it's fair members only need to be able to have their spot to go and talk especially when we do the members only video chat with with you and i or just you or whatever and I need to be able to know that that's who they are because a lot of people have different screen names on YouTube than they have on Discord. Right. And I don't know who everyone is through YouTube because <laughs> I'm getting ready for our show in the morning while your show is going on. So I don't know who are members and who are not. I went through and did as many as I knew already off the top of my head. So I did the best I could so far. Mm -hmm. So if my private message box starts blowing up, that's fine. You got to do what you got to do so I know who you are. Mm -hmm. What other things you got planned for that Discord? Uh, make sure all your conversation, all your pictures, and all the videos, and whatever else you're uploading and putting into Discord is going into the right channel. Because if it's not, it will be removed. <laughs> <laughs> general chat needs to be in general chat yes i know when you put in motorcycles or motorcycle memes or something of that nature or of course in the titty section or wherever you're gonna make comments comments are fine but don't just start a general chat in one of those rooms that needs to go in general chat mm -hmm. and again uh china doll is going to be running the discord server uh she'll be in green with the head mistress that way you guys can go to her and ask her questions because, again, uh, I've been putting a lot of time into this radio station and that's something I need to focus on because I'm running two shows Monday through Friday uh, twice a day. So those are the shows I got to prepare for. Yeah. Not only that, do the videos, the whole nine yards. And if I don't know the answer, trust me, I will ask Hollywood. <laughs> But you're going to be running it, so people ain't bugging me. Right. Okay. I'm going to be running it, but if I, if I get a question or something that I can't answer, I will get you an answer from the big man himself. There you go. <laughs> now, I'm going to call back. I just had a phone call from Rooster Katana about our first half of the show, and I want to bring Rooster on. Uh, let me give him a call here. Hello. Rooster, you're on, my man. You're on WMMRDB on the second half of the show over at MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Uh, for disclosure purposes, uh, Rooster Katana is the national of the Sutar Soldiers and a friend of mine. So, uh, what's up, Rooster? How are you doing today, Hollywood? I don't know, well, man. <laughs> My phone was woken up all day today before your show came on, so I listened to it. And I go, I don't really know too much what was going on with this cat because I was in federal prison because of the 2002 thing that happened in New York. Mm -hmm. So when I got out, 
I was allowed to run the club for three years, at, not just that club, any club. That was in my stipulations because the feds, they could put special stipulations on. Like, for example, you can't be on a motorcycle because they know you belong to a motorcycle club. So if they catch you on a motorcycle club, they violate you. But to get back to hit this John Doe, which actually is from Youngstown, Ohio, and he was brought into my club by one of my other loyal members that was with me when I was with the Pagans. Told me he was a good guy. Well, that lasted about 45 days because he's uh, mentally challenged to begin with, as he explained why he's mentally challenged, okay, due to his car accident, which he's claiming uh, uh, was caused by the club, which I don't believe that at all. No, I don't you know, either. It could have been. Yeah, I, like he says, he uh, does his, uh, he got his little medical card there, so that could have had a lot to do with it, and he just wants to blame someone. Fine, that's his business. He can blame whoever he wants, you know. But uh, they got better, th- better things to do than run after a guy that's mentally challenged to begin with. Right. Okay. <laughs> and the whole club, even when I was with them for thirty-two years, okay, they don't have the whole club, but as a whole, are not involved in individual activities. Is there people in that club? When I even when I was served as a bachelor, were they doing things off off the grid? Yeah. You're going to have that in any any part of life. Exactly. You know, I mean, he, you know what I mean? So when people say, oh, 30 people got arrested for this and that, well, that's because them 30 people did what they did. That's not the 300 or 400 or 1,000 people did it. Exactly. Okay? Were people aware of it? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not the person to sit there to judge what a person is going to do or not do. Okay? And, I, and, and like I said, when I ran that club there, I had the same thing over the years, experience. I've seen people run off the grid. And the other chapters are cover form. Some won't, you know, and it's like it, that, that's not what it's about. It's about brotherhood. When it starts becoming about money, then that's a different problem. I heard a mention about uh, paying cash for colors. I've heard that rumor time after time. Uh, actual people actually said that. Whether I believe it or not, it's none of my business no more because I'm not in that club. Right. You know, I have my own. Now, like I said, when he was here, the problem, the issue we had because he was spoke by a very good loyal member of mine, because I didn't know him, but he knew him because I was in prison at the time. You know, and I right. wasn't allowed to run a club, so I let him come in. So he was in charge of Youngstown area, and the chapter there, well, all of a sudden, their funds come up missing. There is no funds. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so he was asked about why there's no funds and what's going on. And I don't know what his story was being being told to me about his guys at the time because it was so long ago. Because, like I said, he lasted about 45 days. But not only did it, he sit at my table and cry like a baby. And I told him, I said, well, if, if you don't like what's going on, your chapter's saying that you're just fucking doing whatever you want and telling him. He was basically trying to run him like he was running a chapter out of the Pagans. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's not how a chapter out of the Pagans is supposed to be run either. Right. So when he talks, that's all about the money. I mean, he's basically giving himself out to the public what he was doing, but he's using making it sound like someone else was doing it. Exactly. It was him who was doing it. Exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. He, he should have said, you know, well, when I did it, you know, I got with this, this person and that person, and we started rolling, and then we got jammed up, and mm. we had to pay the price for it. You know, so right. Instead of blaming everybody else, uh, you you know, I hate when that happens with the out bad people. They start blaming the fucking club. 
Right. It's unfortunate what happened to Conan, uh, but time after time, even when I was in there, I told them, there's still undercover cops in there. There's still informants in there. Be careful. Don't worry about the person in front of you. Don't worry about the person behind you. Worry about the person standing next to you. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. And this guy, not to interrupt you, but this guy, like I said, I'm a 20th century, 20th century one percenter. I came in in the 80s. Okay? This guy's a 21st century pagan. You know, then he came over to my club. Today is all 21st century pagans or other clubs. You know, it's the, the difference. And, they, and when they don't get their way, they want to take their ball and bat and glove and go home. And mm-hmm. they cry and whine, and I've been, I've been victimized, and I, you know, I, I got smart, and there's no brotherhood. I said, well, if that was the case, then why are the clubs still around? Even my old club. It's been around since 1959. Whatever, whatever they're doing must be working for them. Mm-hmm. You know what? You it know? is surprising. I, I love how you bring up the, because tw- I fall under the same thing with the 90s, but the 20th century uh, biker compared to the 21st is night and day, man. Yes. And that's that's how I refer to a lot of the clubs today. You got 20th century one percenters and you got 21st century one percenters. And even with the AMA clubs and so forth. Right. I mean, there's a difference. It's a different generation. You know, I mean, smartphones, stupid people today. Oh, my (laughs) God, yes, man. And you know what? One thing that I really respect about you is not only did you lead one of the biggest uh, one percenter clubs on the East Coast, but you did your time. You went down. uh, Like you said, you're a 20th century biker where a lot of these 21st centuries, man, they get out there ratting and everything else, man. It's not the same anymore. Well, yeah, they get well. They got to get off their bum's uh, rest. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I often talk. I often talk about this. My son went down at 17 for a 30 year on a murder one, and this kid wouldn't open his freaking mouth. Of course, uh, you know he was taught right, but uh, you know then you have uh, people that are you know 30s, 40s cutting deals like it's nothing. Right. And you got a case right, in front of appeals right now, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You know, and when it's, believe me, it comes down to it, you know, I either stay home or I go back and finish out my time. Right. Now, is it looking good? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they backdoored me on the other one, so. Right. It's just how, you know, so, you know, either way, I want to get it over with. I mean, you got something that turned in from a seven-year sentence, and this coming June 29th will be fucking ten years. Holy shit! Yeah, so 75 months on a, on an ankle bracelet. Right. You know, finally the judge released me over a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So he goes, "It's ridiculous." He goes, and they go, "Oh, it's a rival club." We're not a rival club. I tell my guys, just like anyone else, don't worry about what them guys are doing. The people, it wasn't the club that did this to me. It was certain individuals. And that's with any club. If they step to you, you've got to handle your business. Exactly. But don't go out looking. Don't go out looking for things because you think you're going to impress me. If you're going to impress me, well, then attack 701 people. Because in my federal case, that's what I'm charged with. Mm. Okay? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's been almost 20 years ago. Right. You know, so it's, 
you know, it's uh, be yourself. And if if you're not happy where you're at, that's something. Go, go back, go join this club, go join our club. Yeah, you know, just don't no just don't leave a burning, uh, you know, forest fire in your wake of leaving, man. And I think that's what everybody on the first segment realized is this guy's real butts. Yeah, like I said, he's mentally challenged. You know, what I mean, like, I mean, they put his brain in the freezer. I, I think they forgot to put, pull it back out of the freezer. <laughs> What advice would you give to these new jacks, man? Because a lot of them, uh, it is a lot different. And like you said, you know, you were around the 20th century. You know, you got a lot of people. And maybe I don't understand it that says we all should kumbaya and forget the past and stuff. I don't think you forget the past. You can't forget the past. I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's hard to get along with people. It, that's a, the hardest thing with life because you because the past always comes up from older members, you know, and it's easier to tell everyone to go, you know, jerk off and, you know, piss away, you know, but, uh, and my best advice is if you're coming to any club, whether it's an MAA club or a 1% club, seek knowledge, ask questions. Don't stand around just to, you know, be a number. Mm -hmm. If you feel there's something, you know, like I tell my guys, if there's something wrong and you just can't handle in your chapter, then you bring your president, and you bring him to see us, and it, it's going to re resolve one way or another. Yeah, there's a there's a process for grievances. Like I tried to get this guy to do, and then he said, "No, I don't use that process." Well, how can you tell us that you were not using the club's process, and then you're banging on him? All right. Well, he he wanted his cake and eat it too. You know, I mean, one the old saying goes. <laughs> You know, when things backfired on them, you know, with with the other with the club I used to belong to, I don't know because, like I said, I wasn't around them guys at that time when he came in. Mm -hmm. You know, I I was doing federal federal time, waiting to get out. You know what I mean? Right. And like I said, you know, and then for him to say about Conan, you don't even know Conan. Yeah, you know, I, he did. You know, I remember Conan. I remember Conan's sponsor when he prospected. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I'd say, you know, it's and, and uh, unfortunately he he, he he got killed uh, taking his kid home, right? His wife. That's sad. His boyfriend so. got they got home and he got shot and killed and and that that was the end of that. But I mean, that's how far back that goes before Conan came in the club, right? I knew his his sponsor. <laughs> you know, he was a prospect. Mm -hmm. So I mean, but Conan, you know, like I said, I go, he's a taller guy. You know, does he make mistakes? Everyone makes mistakes. Exactly. You know, I've, I've made mistakes. Maybe you trust the wrong people. It could be the problem. That was in my case. I trusted the wrong people. And it went on for years until they got jammed up. And guess what? They wanted to sell their time to someone else. Bingo. Right. <laughs> you know, they want, to, they want to go to the top and chop the head off. And it doesn't stop the club because it's just like anything else. It just keeps on going. And the next guy moves up. Now, what's going on with them guys over there in my old club? I have no idea. All I know is they're probably uh, wondering what's going to happen next, uh, who's going to be in charge, so forth. Again, none of my business. That's their club. You know? Well, I the, worry about my God. The Sutar's uh, soldiers are really blowing up, man, and it's exciting to see that. Yes, yes. You know, it's, uh, and, and some, you know, it's, you got to bring back the 20th century Viking. 
You know, not just because I'm a one percenter in the snap, but biking in general. I mean, we we go out and sit, today everyone wants a hotel room. Yeah, right. We take the tents, we pick it up, and I mean, if it, I mean, sometimes you don't even get time to pick it up because that's how it was back in the day. It's pouring down rain, you're having fun with your brothers. You know, yeah, yeah, you jump in a mud puddle. Yep. Whatever you want to do, you're out there, you're away from everyone else, and you're just having a good time. You're with your family. Oh, man, you know, I missed that. You just throw a tarp down. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just, you know, it's the feeling the wind blowing your face with people you know to feel the same way you do about each other. Exactly. You know, and all it takes is one person to do something stupid or cause chaos and get and start making clicks. I don't believe in clicks. Mm-hmm. I want people to be comfortable where they're at. You mm-hmm. don't put someone somewhere else where they don't know them because then... People say, why are they putting me here? Spy on us, right? Like he brought up about chapter business should stay in chapter business. He's correct on that. He shouldn't do that. But if things don't work out for a guy and he lives in one area, but they made him a, a member in another area, but he's more comfortable with the, the people that, where he lives at, then he should go there. Not be forced to be put in this area because he decided to uh, prospect or probate or whatever you want to call it. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with, a lot, with these guys here. And the newer guys... Like I said, they, they should take time and, and talk to the older guys. Mm-hmm. They've been around. You know, and sometimes they might talk your ear off because they just want to talk to someone. Because they shake their heads and they're just going, what's going on with this, these new guys, the mm-hmm. new generation? Well, if no one teaches them anything, that's why you got what you got. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you know, know? If, if the grievance process is there, you know, all the majors have them. Why the hell then, you know, don't go out there and burn on people or call people idiots. See, that's one thing I couldn't, that's why at the end of the interview, I said, you guys don't know Rooster. Rooster's a hardcore freaking dude. He did his time. He never fucking ratted. And I just can't stand people like that. No, I didn't do the grievance process. Well, you just showed us what you're about then. Right. And then, then he wants to be John Doe. I mean, come on. Yeah, man. <laughs> he, he wanted me to disguise his voice. I was like, man, I can't do that. And that's the only thing I gave him was, okay, John Doe, whatever, dude. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Why would he disguise his voice when he's talking about everyone knows who it is? Exactly. <laughs> do you guys got any uh, events coming up? Yeah, we got a few events coming up, and uh, if they don't shut them down, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. You know, yeah, you know, so it's, it's you know, one week COVID's fine, one week it's not fine, you know. So I mean, exactly. Uh, bike week down there, my guys had a good time down there. Like I said, uh, uh, other clubs were down there. The black and white was down there. The ponytail guys were down there. There was no problems. Even my old club was down there. There was no problems. You know, there even some bandits were down there. Now, and you know from all the articles that, that uh, you've been uh, doing that in the last six months. Right. But, you know, it's time and place because for for every five people down there, four of them were probably undercover law enforcement. So, you know. <laughs> right. You know, you'd be a fool to even try to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Just go down there and have a good time. Enjoy yourself. And when it's over with, go home. Mm-hmm. That's you got that nailed right, man. Well, that was awesome that you guys went down in uh, Daytona and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, uh, 
my guys uh, ran into ran into the ponytail guys, which uh, uh, no, there was no no issue there. You know, of course, you know they say my old club, them guys are running together. Well, that's their business. It's none of our business. It has nothing less. to do with your guys. You know? well, yeah, I, I worry about my guys. I don't worry about what the other clubs are doing. That's their business. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I often find uh, the ones that are on the internet don't actually have anything to fucking do with anything. <laughs> so. It's just, you know, they start the rumors and they spread that shit all over. Uh, that's just like, well, you know, you're an old school guy. Uh, tomorrow's thing, I talk about, well, one club had a correctional officer in it. And I was like, dude, that's a fucking smart move because the guy's going behind the joint. We got some stuff going on in there. Uh, you know, but that's only the old guys think that, not the newer guys. Right. I mean, believe me, everyone, everyone, if they can, if they can be enlightened on something, that uh, be prepared for a surprise. I'd rather be prepared for a surprise than be surprised. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Rooster, man. Uh, I always love hearing with you, man. You know, I'm like one of them guys that just sit there and absorb all you guys' knowledge because the 80s were some hardcore times, man. I thought the 90s were, but the 80s were their shit. But believe me, yeah, you that you had to worry about things all the time, and there was no cell phones. And I mean, and you you had to go to everyone's house to stay in contact with them, exactly, you know? or to pay phone, <laughs> or pay. There's a, hell, I don't even think they even pay, have pay phones anymore. No more, you know. So mm-hmm. that, you know, after the nineties, that they took them all out, you know? right? <laughs> you know, it's, well, because all them kids out there were using them for fucking their office, I guess. You know, so. Exactly. But anyway, all I, all I wanted to and our conversation with this, everyone is listening to us out there. Uh, you have a great show, and everyone's driving motorcycles out there. Be safe this summer, and uh, have fun. Rock and if, roll. If you're in a, you know? Hell yeah. Be closer yeah. together. Be brothers. You know? Don't, don't treat each other like strangers. Get to know your brother. You know? And people independent, get out there and enjoy the win. There you, know, you go, man. Have a blast and hit, the, hit whatever parties you can hit, you know? Fucking A, you, man. You could be, be surprised what kind of fun you can have. You awesome. Know? Well, thanks for being well, on, Rooster. All right. You have a good one, and hey, have the wind hit you in the face, too, brother. All right? There you go, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, Hollywood. Good. That was Rooster Katana. You know what? I really love Rooster. And like he said, uh, because I really have a hard time with this new stuff. Uh, Because I went through a lot of the stuff with these type of guys. You know, you were around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot different now. It's totally different than it was back then. The attitudes and everything. Yeah. It's a big change. I like that, though. Uh, the 20th century biker against the 21st. That is some funny shit right there. <laughs> but, you know, again, you know, you leave your guys' comments uh, on the YouTube channel, what you thought of that stuff. Uh, is he mentally disabled? I guess. But, you know, you're getting into what you're getting into. Uh, how you guys doing over on Discord, over on the radio station? Uh, we're going to go to Coldplay right now, and we'll be right back.
Oh yeah, that was Coldplay, man. We had to get a little psychedelic there. I love psychedelic music. That's something you get when you're high and stuff. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> and you just better play that stuff on your uh, seven o'clock show. <laughs> I think the seven o'clock show is pretty fun. Yeah. Don't you? I do. I'm gonna have to listen while at work again tonight, but that's okay. Who is working with the autumn? Yes. Did you guys have a lot of bikes over by you yesterday? We did. There was a lot. 
I think uh, closer towards the end, though, like you know, probably about after six p.m. There weren't there. We didn't see any after six, but the first three hours I was there, we did. Because mm. after six, the wind started picking up and it was making it pretty chilly. Right. So I mean, I seen a few go past after six, but mm. not too many after six p.m. At least they had a lot out there, man. I think everybody's got that cabin fever stuff right now. They did. For probably about an hour, we probably had more bikes at the pumps than we had cars. (laughs) They were pulling in in packs? Pulling in in like four or five at a time, yeah. (laughs) People wanted to get out and do their riding, break their bikes out for the season. (laughs) And it looks like today's supposed to be nicer than yesterday, so... What? Yeah, but is this supposed to... Well, this is it, northern Illinois. It looks like rain here, so I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my goodness gracious, man. But it is, it's pretty awesome that, uh, you know, everybody was out. And... Oh, trust me. Every time I heard one, I was like, Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> I hear a bike. I hear a bike. I'm not on one. You haven't got any wind, have you? No, because you went by yourself. All I did was go around the block. I man. don't care. You know, my license is suspended. I'm going to get my ass fucking thrown in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and you know there would be nothing better than uh, th- they want Hollywood in jail. Yeah, I know. I bang on them too hard. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, sometimes they deserve it. Uh, you what, me? No, well, the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Okay. If you won, say, one of the biggest uh, lotto deals or mega balls, whatever they call it. Yeah. A half a billion dollars, $550 million. How, uh, Since you've been working there, how big is uh, it gotten? It's not that big right now. We're, our sale- no, what's the biggest it's ever got? Over a billion. Over a billion? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was like... God, a few months back. So if you win something like that, yeah, what would you do? What would I do? Yeah, come on. What would you do? The first thing I would do is pay off any debt and pay off all of our daughter's college debt. Which that is a lot. Yeah, she's been there five years. She's got a master's, but, you know, yeah, I would clear her debt. That would be the very first thing I do. Clear her debt and then clear any debt that you and I have. Right. Well, that would be the first thing. What else? Pay off the house. Pay off the house. Pay off all our vehicles. You know what I? I you know you say pay off the house. Yeah, I, you know pay off the house. Use it as a rental, and then I go get like a hundred acres right over here. Do a nice freaking farm. I thought this a- was my money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, when it comes to that, your money's my money. No, we have separate accounts. Don't you remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> See how they love you until they I get would, into money? I would. I would get you a brand new bike, though. I don't want a brand new of bike. Of your choice. I don't want a brand new of bike. Of your choice. Hell no, I don't want a brand new bike. To add to the ones you have. No, I wouldn't want that. Okay. Then. I want a brand new 2021 Silverado. Okay, then I'd get you that. And then... Uh, and then I'd, I'd throw a shovel at it. And I'd kill you. <laughs> but, you know, about 100, 200 acres. That way I can have ATVs. So and you're going to live there by yourself? Yes, I will. All right. You know, I'll live there. It's like having a separ- uh, separate bedroom. I know. We'd have separate houses. <laughs> hey! <laughs> 
that means you'd have to set up your studio at your house, and I'll have this one set up as mine, and then we could still do this together. Actually, now that you bring that up. Yeah, when Britney stuff's out of her room, we're going to have separate studios. We're going to have separate studios. <laughs> we will. You're, we're going to be on the air, but you're going to be in a different studio than me. I will be in the other room. I love it. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I don't have to look at your crazy mug. Hey, you know what? I'm the cute one. Okay, <laughs> Muppet. I am not a freaking Muppet. What one did I tell you you look like? What's her name? Kira. Kira from the Dark Crystal. The Gelfling. The Gelfling. From Dark Crystal. I actually put a, a meme put a up, didn't I? Yes. You put a picture in general. Yeah. So if people scroll up, they can see the split picture of me and this Kira, the Gelfling, from the, Gelfling? the Dark Crystal. <laughs> I don't see it, but, you know, I don't think I look like a puppet. Well, that's a matter of opinion, man. That, that really is. That's a matter of opinion. I do not think I look like a puppet. So everybody in Discord, what's going on over there? I uh, forgot I had to uh, say hi to them and stuff like that. You know, we got 2,500 people on the radio right now. Hey. Hi. How are you guys doing? <laughs> over? You know what? It seems like uh, the countries are growing huge, man. Uh, we got the UK. We got all that stuff. It's it's amazing. I love this radio stuff. Uh, but anyway, here's a story for you. Doing a good deed for mom leads Kansas City couple to lottery jackpot. Uh, a man found doing a favor for his mother was a lucky undertaking when he and his wife won $75,000 from a scratch off. I, did, I thought that was all fake. Okay, you do these scr uh, scratch-off craps. Yeah. And you win what? $40, $50, or some shit like that. What's the most you've ever won on a scratch-off? 500 500 What the hell was that? You didn't tell me. One year I did on uh, Brittany's birthday. Oh, that is really funny. Uh, you know, you didn't tell me, but you won 500 bucks. Yep. Asshole. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they went to buy uh, groceries, and while checking out, they decided to buy one of them tickets. Uh, it was a $10 bonus payoff or uh, payout scratch-off ticket. Is that something you play? I pay. I play all the crosswords, Uh huh. and they're 5 and $10 tickets. My God, man. Yeah. So, they're, they're not that bad but i've only won that kind of money a couple times well i think they're it's like the one-armed bandits i hate those uh since i worked at one i i won't uh i won't play those anymore well you know i just think it's like the one-armed bandits you know you're just putting your money in there yeah i won't i won't play those anymore <laughs> not since i've worked there and i know how they roll Thank you for calling Speedway Auto Mall. All calls may be recorded for quality and training purposes. Thank you for calling Speedway Auto Mall. This is Erin. How can I help you? Uh, yes. Can I talk to the sales manager? Uh, sure. Just a moment. I'm really upset here. I bought a car from you guys last week and it won't start. Okay. Hang on just a 
moment, okay? Yes. How boring. Hello? I guess somebody answers the phone. The person at extension. Oh my two, goodness. Four, zero, is I gotta start freaking uh, pre-recording these, don't I? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> let's try one more here. Uh, let's see here. Well, uh, I'm gonna. Please leave your message. I'm gonna start pre-recording these damn things, man. <laughs> that way, you guys don't have to sit there and wait, 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 wait. But anyway, Kamez. Oh, you know what? Let's go to Avenge Sevenfold. Hey, kid, do I have your attention? I know the way you've been living. So reckless tragedy and this welcome to the family Hey, there's something missing Only time will alter your vision Never in question, lethal injection Welcome to the family
talk radio, but I love a good pee even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, tonight, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, you got rockin' with Hollywood. That's where I get a little crazy, man. How's everybody liking that show at nighttime? I don't know, it looks like they like it, because I pop on every now and again, and I'm able to see everybody, and they're laughing and hang- holding all their whiteboards up. And <laughs> I'm kind of a goofy fuck. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I was very depressed I missed the other night, though. Well, you know, I know you can't get enough of Hollywood. No, uh, well, I know. Well... <laughs> It happens. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can get enough. Yeah. Sometimes too much. Do you know an Ohio man called police because uh, of a raccoon ransacking his kitchen? And he hid in the dishwasher. The guy did? Yes. How the hell did he fit in the freaking dishwasher? I have dishwasher? no idea. He must have been fucking like, what, a buck 20 or something like that? Dishwashers are not that big. What I is mean, wrong with people, man? We see some weird shit. Yeah. What the hell? That's funny, though. Is it because of the internet we didn't hear about this goofy shit before? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that that would definitely not make a newspaper. <laughs> Which I'm shocked people still buy. But, you know, it was they're dubbing it the mask bandit because it's a raccoon because if it's a, those uh, raccoons are something else man i remember when we went camping with you and the raccoon scared the shit out of you oh my god yeah well they went and they went in your parents tent and destroyed their food they're rascals man and, and popped their air mattress i thought that was funny <laughs> Only because it wasn't ours. <laughs> yeah, if you were laying on the ground, you wouldn't have liked that shit. <laughs> no, I would have been pissed as hell. <laughs> but the guy called the cops over a raccoon. What the hell are the cops going to do? He should have called animal control. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, because the cops are going to show up way faster than animal control will. <laughs> it's like, Saying. dude, go grab yourself a shotgun or something. Get him out of there. Hit him with a shovel. I don't know. Something. Men are not men anymore. <laughs> can't beat up a raccoon. 911, yes, I got a raccoon here that's ransacking my kitchen. Can you please help me? Can you please send help? <laughs> I'm in the dishwasher. <laughs> How the fuck did he get out? Oh, he probably wouldn't be able to close it all the way. Well, raccoons, man, they're like becoming a real freaking problem in the city areas now. and Dude, and they're big. They're huge. They're monsters. We were driving home one day from the store. And me and Corey, our lovely son, and we watched one go into one of the drains outside. Oh my God! It was like as big our as drain, a, not ours. Oh, the one up, the one on the next block, the oh, sewer. Okay, the sewer. The sewer drain. They like he went into that thing. That thing was freaking ginormous. It was like as big as a dog. It was huge. Corey's like, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, what the frick was that? So we have raccoon problems over here in the United States. You go over to Oz with those crazy Ozzies, man. You got them suckers fighting freaking kangaroos, man. Dude, that'd be funny. Them Ozzies, they sit there and box with freaking kangaroos. That'd be funny. That's I, some funny shit. I would want to see that. 
I really would. They're crazy over there, man. I know. But they have kangaroos. Yeah, and they also got the hottest women I've ever seen, man. If you go on the Instagram for some of these bikers, my God, are these women hot. It's like, what do you grow over there, man? Sure, they're just not taking them off, like, Google. I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Oh. Because Instagram's the thing over there. Oh, that's the big thing over in Australia. Did you see that one uh, story where that freaking biker or whatever it did dressed up as an Asian girl? No. Yeah, this no guy's way. like 50 years old, uglier than sin, dude. And he used them filters or whatever it is on that TikTok stuff. Yeah. And he went around, you know, everybody was all hot on, bothered by it. Here it is as a 50-year-old dude. <laughs> Dressed up as an Asian chick? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's like dying! Oh my god, that's funny You know what, that's even good for Hollywood, man. Why didn't that one show up on my For You page on TikTok? I would (laughs) have died. (laughs) I would have been like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Oh, that's messed up, man. I was like, hell no. (laughs) I want to see some goofy crap. (laughs) I did see see one the other day that had me cracking up. And it was... A, you know the Dolly Parton song, 9 to 5? Right. Okay, well, all of a sudden you see these big, giant boobies popping across, like, coming into the screen. Mm. And I'm talking giant. Like, it took a minute or two for just the boobs to get into the screen. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's a dude! Dressed up as, it, like, legit. It's a, and you could totally tell it was a dude. It's a dude, and he's wearing a wig. And, a, and like, one of them big moo-moos, and he, like, had this bra on or something that made his boobs look bigger than Donna's. What the hell you mean? It Just as a joke. And now everybody's, like, duetting him because they think it's, like, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that is, like, messed up. I, I, what is wrong with you people? I thought it was freaking hilarious. It literally took, like, two minutes of the song just for the guy to enter the screen because he made the boobs so freaking huge. And all you seen was boobs bouncing. <laughs> you great. know what? That's just like your TikTok with that uh, crawling against the floor gynecologist. Uh, oh, when you're at the gynecologist and they tell you to move down to the end of the table? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I posted that on Discord. <laughs> You got the weirdest sense of freaking humor, man. What? It's freaking true. They always, every time you're laying on the gyno table, like, can you move your butt down a little, please? How is a that? A little more. They want to get a all little... up in your Dude, business. Dude, they want they want to be like face to face to crotch. What is with that? I don't know. I think they're all um, far far sighted where they can't see up close. <laughs> I don't know. They're all. I gotta be all up in your business. Did any uh, gynecologist ever make you feel, like, weird? Like, creeped out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, creeped out? Like, yeah. Like, the guy that delivered our daughter. <laughs> he always creeped me out. <laughs> Every time I went to the so visit. So you, th- you think it's true that... why I'm that grateful that nurses have to be in the room now. <laughs> do you think it's true that they go into gynecological field because... Because uh, they like JJ? Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Not even in the slightest, because they can't get it anywhere else, maybe. Well, what if they have to run into, like, an 80-year-old's vajayjay? <laughs> well, have fun with that. You should know you pierced yeah. one. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> my goodness gracious. You pierced a hood on an 80-year-old woman, because I'm, like, I'm like, well, I did, like, three PAs today, so it's so your turn. And then you saw, you're like, hey, no problem. I'll do the hood piercing, right? 
tell you seeing who it was. Bet I wanted to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> she was like 80 and she going, I shaved for the first time today. Okay, well, she shaved people. But she didn't freaking... She didn't was, wash it. That was Charlie Tuna right Because it was just wrong. We smelled it in the other room. We were all... <clears throat> Uh, I, I, I look like a I look like a fucking surgeon at that time. Dude, you, you're I like, had mask on. I had my gloves on. I had my hoodie up. <laughs> you're like, oh my god! And we're down in the other room because you did have an apprentice with you, a female. But it wasn't me. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I wasn't going there. I'm like, your turn. So you're in there and you're doing your thing, and you're like she leaves right and we're all down there trying not to laugh because it was just blocked off by a curtain so we had to be as nonchalant as possible and we're like okay have a good one hope you enjoy see she, the shit I have to go she, through when I was tattooing and piercing <laughs> she freaking leaves the room and I was we were all on the floor legit on the floor rolling around laughing and like all making throw up noises and here I wanted to punch you all in the mouth <laughs> Cause, yeah, because you didn't know what was coming until she got there. No, you guys didn't tell me. Nope. I just said, dude, can you do the next hood piercing? Because there's one on their way. <laughs> I'm like, my hands hurt. And I'm a free, I'm a freehand piercer. I don't use any of the clamps and shit. No. I had to grab that nasty ass freaking hood. <laughs> Your turn. I was like, hey, you made me do the 60-year-old guy's Prince Albert, so I figured payback's a bitch. It was a bitch, thank you. Payback was a bitch on this one. That's some nasty shit. I had to pay you back somehow, but I don't know how many times I legit was (laughs) along with everybody else that was waiting. You remember when I had Dude out there? What was that one song? Which one? Party or, uh, you know, with the dude that has like a cone head haircut. Which one? Outside dancing to that song. Oh, yeah, LMFAO. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny shit, man. I did some He was out there flipping a sign. We made him wear a wig and shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's flipping the sign for the shop right on the corner. Nobody ever wanted to apprentice under me. No, because you played apprentice baseball, and you'd like if they got a question wrong, you'd smack them in the ass with a broom. Except for the girls, I didn't do that. To no, the you girls. didn't do that to the girls. I'd probably but get the, hit with sexual harassment or something. But you sma- used to smack the shit out of the guys if they couldn't answer a question right when it came to tattooing or piercing. Right. You'd smack them in the ass with a broom. We went through so many damn brooms. <laughs> you got it wrong. Slap. <laughs> and then the very first hit, the damn thing would break i have to talk about some tattooing tonight yeah you know what i actually wish that i still own the place you know how much good youtube videos i could have put out oh yeah especially the people like that were punks oh my goodness gracious the crying dudes man you know i i understand it it hurts getting a tattoo depending on the location yeah depending on the location but when you have grown men cry grown men that are like trying to break things off our wall yeah, it's like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you, bro? I've never seen the big, the biggest, the the one guy cracked me up. Big, Billy badass biker. Oh my god! Getting, yeah. getting the, what was it a chest? It was the chest. Piece. Was it a chest or a rib? I think it was ribs. Nah, no, it was a chest, chest piece. piece. Oh my god! He reached up and there was a cabinet above him where the artist was keeping all his supplies. Nearly ripped that cabinet off the wall because it, he, it hurts so bad. <laughs> 
And here I'm freaking tattooed everywhere. Chest, ribs, everywhere. I was dying laughing. And I'm looking at this dude. Why are you such a pussy? You remember that? (laughs) You're like, dude, man up, dude. Man up, you're embarrassing us. You're embarrassing yourself. And everybody was making fun of him. We're all calling him a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Something else. And I'm like, God, you big baby. Just... It was hilarious. It's craziness, man. You never would have saw that coming. Really Hell wouldn't no. have. I'm really wouldn't have. More horror stories from the tattoo shop tonight on Hollywood. <laughs> I do have a favorite piercing, though. What? I was piercing this guy's uh, nipples. and That <laughs> shit hurts a man, man. I know, but it cracked me up because I'm like, well, did I always ask before I pierce somebody if they ate within the last 30 minutes. And he's like, no, I haven't eaten. And I'm like, great, here we go. Sure as shit, Pierce the first one, fucker passes out. <laughs> you know how many people I had to wake up? Was smelling salt? Smelling salt, and if they didn't wake up, I slapped the shit out of them. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I am not piercing the other one until you get a cheeseburger in you. So the girl that was with him went and got him cheeseburgers. And she on the way out laughing at him. She laughing, out. calling him a bitch. <laughs> That was fucked up. Have your old lady over there say, you're a bitch. <laughs> Dude, I, we and whenever they call for appointments, I always told them, make sure you eat something at least 30 minutes before. Didn't fucking listen. Passed out like a bitch. They never did. And almost fell off the table, too. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, what's wrong with you, do? What the hell? I'm like, Jesus Christ, you moron. You know, owning a tattoo shop, you know, you had to deal with different type of people and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing I'll address tonight is the worries that I had, and they wonder why I'm a germaphobe now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was nasty business, man. Yeah, because we know when we fill out, they fill out that paperwork, they don't always tell the truth. Hell no, they're lying their asses off, Hell man. yeah, they are. But, lying their asses But then you off. catch them up in it when you're in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Isolation.
Oh, yeah, that's an awesome freaking biker band right there. Hey, do you know uh, iHeartRadio finally relented? I guess uh, our numbers were too strong to keep us off of iHeartRadio for Motorcycle Madhouse, and they put us on. It's about time. I just got an email. I was like, really? Now that the numbers are way up over on uh, the, because they got my radio station link. I was like, why they got my radio station link? And I guess they, uh, the RSS feed, and they pulled it and put us on. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) So now. I'm everywhere. Now you're on iHeart. You know, I'm on iHeart, and that's one of the reasons why you're taking over the Discord server, because I can't deal with it right now. I'm going to be on for the member meetings and stuff, and in there listening a little bit, and... But you got to take control of that thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, uh, if something goes wrong, I'm blaming you. Shut up. Yes, I'm blaming you. Whatever. That's the responsibility Blame the of female. Having. Yes, that's I the responsibility of doing Feeling gender it. biased right now. Gender bias my ass. Yeah. You guys <laughs> want equal rights, you got equal rights. <laughs> Too damn bad now. Well, well, it was fun having Rooster on from uh, the Sutar Soldiers this morning, giving a rebuttal to uh, that dude that I interviewed earlier. It just seems, uh, you know, things are changed nowadays, man. A little bit. It does. A little bit. So, with that, don't forget, uh, tonight, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Rockin' With Hollywood show. I think I'm going to play some Black Label Society tonight and some other biker bands. What do you think? You're going to play some David Allen Cole, too. Oh, you, that's a must when it comes to I biker know. stuff. It's a must. I know. You should totally play that. Hell yeah, and I'm going to start Cause... pre-recording my phone scams, man. I'm getting tired of that shit. Especially since, you know... Back in the, yeah, I heard a lot of David Allen Cole back in the day. <laughs> that we did. So with that, guys, I'm going to turn you over to Auto DJ. Keep on playing the radio, man. It does help us and uh, makes me feel good with all the work I'm putting in. So keep on listening, guys. I'll talk to you later. I'm Hollywood. And I'm China. See ya. Bye.